Hello, and welcome to Sideways. This week's episode, recorded before we were locked down and self-isolating, is about other things we can find ourselves addicted to, like daytime TV, which Martin has been watching extensively under the thin guise of research. And if you're worried about not going on holiday anytime soon, we're bringing the warmth to you. Sunbeds. Yeah, you're just testing it out, then. I'm testing it out. I can see they look quite. They look about right. They look about they? right, don't they? Oh, that's quite. That's peaky, quite right. isn't it? Peaky yeah. blinders. Peaky blinders. I never watched that. Have no, you? no, no. It's but, too popular. Uh, well, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I'll spit you and uh, the stranger. I spit you give that a swerve because mm. the a, stranger. Yeah. What's that? Uh, it's a thing on Netflix. Oh, it's yeah. very popular. Yeah, I, I suspect. Oh, hello, Daisy. Yes. Yeah, it's a date. <laughs> Oh, Daisy Lewis. <laughs> you come to see what's going on. Why are you making a fuss? I think she wants you to stroke her. Oh, Daisy. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you forgot to bring a pencil. Uh, a yeah, pen. a pen. Yeah, I have. I can't mark. How are you feeling about that? Uh, a bit. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't anxious? Like yeah, I'm anxious because I like to cross bits off as I go through my notes. What? So this pen, that, that would be good to you? Be very good. I promise I won't tap. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> go on, there's a tap. I'll try not to. How about that? It's got a rubber yeah. end. Oh, look, it's got a, a silencer. The rubber is yeah, a silencer. It's one of those, it's not very good rubber. You know, no. we were talking about dreams last week. Yes. Uh, I had a dream last night. No way. Good one, go on. Well, go on. I'd gone out for dinner with a guy I used to work for when I was in the corporate world. Yeah. He, we were celebrating the end of my 37-year career. <laughs> I, I don't know why there was just me and him. Was it, seemed, yeah, was it's it? quite a poor turnout, really. Well, I hope you didn't have any drink. I don't think I was... No, I don't think I was drinking. I, I certainly don't remember. I certainly don't remember being drunk. No. But anyway, when we got back... I went back to the car park where I'd left my computer with a disreputable courier (laughs) to find that my computer had been stolen from their van. All right, okay. And when I queried it with them, they uh, referred me to the terms and conditions which said all items are left at owner's own risk, (laughs) at which point I threw some ice over the van and woke up. (laughs) Did you? I don't I can't. I mean, you're you're the man who can interpret these things. I've got no idea. I just think you're a bit weird, man. I think you had had some cheese before you went to bed, didn't you? That's the other way of saying that. That probably was. That probably was it. What I took from it was not to leave my computer with disreputable careers. Well, I think that's that's, uh, that's very wise, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why you got me onto dreams. I don't know. Um... Uh, what are we talking about this week? Um, well, I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I wanted to talk about sunbeds. Yeah, I know. you probably didn't expect me to have a, <laughs> uh, a sort of an episode already entitled "Sunbeds." Sunbeds. Um, Do you know well, what my angle is it on this one? I've got absolutely no idea. No, but I'm, okay. my first thought is uh, how much material you're going to have on sunbeds. But knowing you, it's probably extensive. Well, I've, I've, I've got some bits and pieces here, and I'm sure you can fill in any gaps as <laughs> okay. necessary. I mean, it, it, it just sparked up off because I was watching a bit of daytime TV the other day. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. something uh, you want to well, talk about. Well, I had, I had a day off from work, so I was, but I was still being productive. Well, it sounds like it, watching daytime television. Well, I had, it was on in the background, you know what I mean? And I was, I was getting notes ready for, you know, for a few more of these episodes. Okay, right. <clears throat> I was doing a, applying for a bit of funding for the, for the charity that sort of thing so okay, yeah. you know so don't so don't judge me on this but i i started to watch a bit of the jeremy vine show 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big I've fan. Never seen I'm it. not a big fan, but it was it was all right. Now they were there's sort of a panel of guests on there, and they were they were talking about sunbeds, right? And should they be made illegal like they are in Brazil and Australia? Are they? Some? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's very very. You mean tanning salons? Yeah, not well, sunbeds on a beach. <laughs> well, no, they're not really sunbeds, are they? Well, they're, I don't know. they're beds you lay on in the sun, I suppose. I suppose well, what's the difference? Prefer, I don't really know, but these are the UV ones. You don't get pedantic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the ones in the tanning salons, yes. Right. Okay. And and the panel of people there, there was the people talking about it and saying you know, how bad it was. And um, there was one one girl on there who was uh, had, um, described them as being highly addictive. Addictive. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Now I started to get. You have to talk to me. I think because I started to get a bit angry at this point. Yeah, I can <laughs> I, imagine. Yeah, uh, I can. I can see I start, you getting angry. Yeah, I, I started to get sort of all evangelical and almost. Uh, and almost protective. I was irrational, but I was sort of protective about being a proper addict. That's not right, is it? I mean, you, you're going to have to talk some sense into me. That doesn't seem right. But what was going through my mind at that point was thinking, oh, well, you know, describe them as addictive. You know, what are the what are the withdrawal symptoms? Yeah. You know, do you do you lose your marriage and your business and your relationships and, and your driving license? <laughs> do you do do look at the brown? Yeah. Having a nice tan, but pull you over by the police, and that's it. License gone, and all these things. You know, and do they have support groups for this? They you probably know, do. It just I seem- bet you could find a support <coughs> forum for <coughs> you. You probably you, uh, you probably can in the US, I'd imagine, because they have support groups for anything over there. But I doubt um, some bad addiction has really crept into the mainstream over here. I, I imagine. I suppose you've thought of this anyway, but I imagine the reason that it um, sparks such anger in you is because it's um, it's kind of diminishing the value of what it is to be an addict and yeah. in recovery. You know, it's kind of, it's slightly, um, I can't think of the word. Well, I'll t- I tell you what, I'll, because you've, you've gone on nicely. My notes here, the very next line was uh, that I see this, or I see anything like this as undervaluing yeah. the, the devastating, devastating condition of addiction. Yeah, it sort of trivialises it. That yeah, was yeah, the word I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, it's probably a better word than I've used, yeah. actually, but I'll let you have that one. Yeah, thanks. Well, yeah. seeing as last week I couldn't remember the word... Uh, <laughs> You can't remember I it can't now, remember can it now. No, can I? But it was good. Whichever word I couldn't remember last week, I still can't remember it. No, it's funny though. But yeah. I, yes, so you know, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it very much. And I, it sort of led me on to thinking about... Did you consider phoning in? I didn't actually. No, I, I should have done it. I'm really, Martin I? from Mesa and I'm incandescent with rage. <laughs> How dare you get me on the panel. I, I want to defend this position that I've got. Um, but it's a bit like... Um, it's a bit like when when people put a holic on the end of everything. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, things shopaholic. Like, shopaholic, and, and what's the other one which you'd think of straight away? Sexaholic. Well, no, I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking of that. But but chocoholic. Oh, yeah. Okay. We well, of course you used to be that as well, didn't you? With the chocolate yeah. button. Oh, I did, but, but look, the shopaholic and and uh, and chocoholic. Um, when you type those in, they don't get corrected. You know, they are obviously part of part of everyday mm. vernacular now. Mm. Um, does that make you angry as well? It does a little bit, to be honest. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I'm feeling you have angry. To calm you down. I'm feeling angry today. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> and you, you're not much help, to be honest. You know, you're not palming. You're not, you're not uh, pouring any soothing oils. But I, I, I well, I'm letting you talk about your anger. Which yeah, actually, in, one, in one sense, is is soothing, isn't it? Ah, I said like a true therapist. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but I, I, I'm starting to calm down now. Thanks. But um, do you know what they call? Now, this this is a. a, a you know, I don't like the aholic business, but there's a term that they use for people that are, are addicted to sunbeds. It's not sunbed aholic. No, it? it isn't. 
No, it isn't, but it's a really nasty word. And I really don't like, I'm going to say it, but then we'll discuss it. But they call the people that are addicted sunbeds, they call them tenorexics. Oh, no. I know. It's awful, isn't it? I mean, I've seen the devastating effect of eating disorders of people coming into the groups. But to call Mm. people tenorexic. Now, I'd imagine that the, the people that do have eating disorders would be as irritated with that as I am about chocoholic and chocolate. Yeah, I mean, that is absolutely, that's, that is disrespectful. Yes, it is. It is, but um, <clears throat> when Tanorexic. you... Yeah, yeah. God, I know, it's terrible. good. But having said that, you see, again, I looked up, I looked that up because I thought I'd never heard of that before. And so I went on, I went on uh, online and I went on to Wikipedia mm. um, to look at, uh, there, there's something on tanning dependence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and they use the word, uh, 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 I'll read it out, what they put on there, because okay. I'll read it verbatim. Mm-hmm. And it says, tanning dependence or tanorexia. So they'd use the word there, they're, they're used to it, mm-hmm. is a syndrome where an individual appears to oh, have... It's a syndrome, is it? Yeah, syndrome as well. Where an individual appears to have a, a physical or psychological dependence on sunbathing yeah. or, that, or, or the use of the ultraviolet, the UV tanning beds. Compulsive tanning may satisfy the definition of a behavioural addiction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I sort of started to calm down and thought, well, perhaps it is, you know, there's something in that. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? Do you think that's... Well, <clears throat> I mean, if you think <clears throat> think about... If you... We've spoken about this before. Uh, if you think of addiction in its broadest sense, yeah. then... Uh, and you define it as um, a behaviour <coughs> that feels compulsive that is having a detrimental impact on your life, then yes, I can see how sort of compulsive use of a sunbed um, could fall under that category, as, yeah. as could compulsive, uh, you know, any compulsive behaviour can have a, a destructive impact on your life, can't it? It can. I mean, I, I think when I started to look into this further and I started, started to calm down about it a little bit, I found out that, um, you know, that people are still doing it, still going on the, on the, on the sunbeds, even, they know, even when they know it's doing them harm. And that so t- even that when you mean when, when it's doing them physical harm, yeah. when their bodies are yeah, yeah, starting to suffering. Uh, suffering or showing signs of... Um, um, it's wrinkling. Of, yeah, wrinkling. <laughs> or, yeah, or as far as getting to, you know, to the skin cancer stage. Right, OK. People are still going on there. So going on the mess. And I thought, that is pretty much like an addiction where it you're is. doing it in spite of yeah. the risks yeah. and in spite of the fact that you know it's, it's not doing you any good. Yeah, so you can be told, can't you, that your drinking is going to kill you. Yes. But that isn't going to be enough to stop you. And I think no. we spoke before about how uh, even when someone's trying to give up something like smoking, it won't make any difference to them if they've known someone that's died of a smoking-related disease. No, no, exactly. I mean, it didn't stop me picking up the uh, picking up tobacco. I mean, both of my parents smoked, um, mm. and, I th- and, and I'm sure that would have had a detrimental f- effect on them. Mm. And um, although they, they didn't die directly of smoking-related diseases, they died of cancers, which are not, not have, helped. No, they're not yeah. exactly right. So yeah, that, that is exactly true. But uh, again, when you're looking up about this tanorexia, in extreme uh, instances, mm. um, it, it can be seen as a as, as an indication of, of body dysmorphic disorder. Ah. Oh. Okay. So body dysmorphia, you know. It could so sit- that perhaps that's why the phrase tanorexic was coined. I think so. You know, the, the more I looked into it, I was I, I got more of an understanding. When I once I got back off my high horse, yeah. it all, I was sort of happy with that. that um, what I was what I was discovering that perhaps there was something in it, and perhaps you know I should be a little bit more understanding. So perhaps you would. Do you think you'd welcome people into group? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to actually. I yeah. think that would be really that would be a good discussion point yeah. if someone came in with that particular 
disorder or syndrome as we're, as we're calling it now mm-hmm. uh, it'd be quite interesting to see how they felt because I'm sure now I've looked into it more that the, the similarities are, are remarkable do you think just in a, in a kind of wider sense then um, do you think that people in recovery are protective of their um, status yeah. as recovering addicts yeah <clears throat> they are Go on, tell me a bit about that well it, 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 it's something you become quite proud of Right. Um, your recovery. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You 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 become quite protective of, of of the other people in recovery as well. Yeah. It's a very strong bond, and it is something that I find that um, you know the, the longer I've, I've I've stayed in recovery, I see it's a common trait. I see people people come in, and after they've started to crack it, there's this real glow about them, mm. um, and this is probably the first time for a, for a very very long time that they've started to feel their self worth. Do you think is there any is there any downside to that? Do you think? Um, well, you put me on the spot a bit, I suppose. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah you have. Is How there any downside? <laughs> anxious? <laughs> <laughs> downside to recovery? No, no, not downside to recovery. I, I was tell you what was in my mind. What I was okay. wondering was you're whether gonna dra- you're going to have to drag this out of me. Aren't well, you? no, I was just. Um, I mean, this, there might be nothing in this, but I was wondering okay. whether. Um, you, we've spoken before about how that. The bond in that community, in that recovery community, yeah. is very strong, and it's one of the things that actually makes recovering addicts quite suspicious of outsiders, if yeah. you like. Yeah. So, for instance, if someone comes in to, to to talk to a group of recovering addicts that is not a recovering addict, it's quite difficult in some ways to be um, taken seriously, given credibility, isn't it? It is. And, um, and what I was wondering was whether the downside then is that it's, it might in some way close your mind because you feel like the only people that understand you are other addicts. Uh, yeah, we do feel that. Yeah. <laughs> we very much feel that. And I see people, there's considerable disquiet if people come into the groups mm-hmm. and say that they want to control their drinking. If, yeah, they, if, yeah. they, if they want to go back to social drinking, as yeah. it were. Um, mm-hmm. And it's part of the denial system. And so, we, we, you know, certainly if I'm running groups, I, I try to sort of downplay that a little bit and, and, and ask them to, you know, to listen to what people are saying and, and how mm-hmm. that it seems like they are on the path. Yeah. Um, and they're just they're a bit further behind on the path than the people, the other people in the room that have gone to the point where it's started to destroy their lives. Mm. Um, so it's quite interesting, but... Um, I can see other people getting quite bristly about it. Yeah. But wait, if you look at it, though, from the other kind of end of the spectrum, you know, it'd be quite feasible, wouldn't it, for me to say something. As, as uh, you know, I'm not a recovering addict. I've never had an addiction problem, you know, recognisable addiction problem. So it would be quite feasible for me to say something to someone in recovery and for their response to me to be, well, yeah, but you don't understand what it's like to be. Um, I think that, yes, which which well, I, might of course be a very valid observation, but yeah. it might actually be dismissing something that would be very useful for them. Yeah, it is. It is dismissive. I mean, it, it's wrong to do that, mm. um, and we do talk about that <clears throat> in groups as well. That um, it's nice sometimes to get another perspective. <clears throat> I think all the time you just you, you can become quite insular, um, and so having uh, an outside perspective, which is why you know from time to time people will come along to groups. Um, um, as the same as I went to other groups like to Al-Anon and that sort of thing I think it's, to get another perspective I think it's important because there is a danger isn't there <clears> that you know that any uh, group of people with such a strong 
connection can become a bit of an echo chamber. Yeah, it can. It, 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 yes, I, I agree. I agree. And, and one of the downsides, I've just been thinking about downsides as we've been talking. Yeah. I think one of the, the downsides of, of, um, of having such a strong bond and everyone um, sort of singing off the same hymn sheet, as it were, if if we get a soldier down, as some people see it, if someone yeah. someone lapses or relapses, yeah. that can have a bit of a domino effect sometimes. And what you mean? It can bring everyone down a little. <clears throat> yeah, bit. it can. Um, you you see people start to question their own resolve. Yeah. It, it particularly happens if people have done detox together. So, a little group of people that have gone into detox together. You know, the first few uh, first few days, they're all uh, they're all buzzing, mm. and then someone relapses, and you can see you can visibly see people the rest of the group there questioning their own strength and whether they can do it they can do it um or some people might turn the other way and think well he's you know he or she is has not managed that i'm not going to fall into that category as well i'll see why they've done it you know sit through their mistakes and 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 hopefully that's going to help me as well yeah i mean that's a good that's a good attitude isn't it because the the one falls all fall is an issue around that's a issue with boundaries isn't it emotional boundaries kind of a misunderstanding of where you end and someone else begins. If you feel okay, that your, yeah. if you feel in some way your sobriety is conditional upon everyone else being mm. okay, yeah. then you've got an issue in terms of your own emotional independence. Yeah, you have, you have, uh, which which obviously is going to be a feature of recovery, particularly early on, isn't it? It is, and we do see people that um, that do start to worry about other people more than their own recovery, and it does have a detrimental effect. Yeah. So, but. but I think we're we're quite um, experienced at picking up the signs of that now, and so we can we can sort of um, talk to people about that before it gets out of hand. Yeah. And, and 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 it's not the issue that I think that it was a few years ago when we were, when, when the groups were just starting to get going, and um, you know we've had a lot of experience now, and it's nice to be able to call on that to to, to help other people when they're in exactly that situation. Have you, have you veered away from your notes? Uh, no, you veered me away from my notes. <laughs> Did you see me looking back at them a little bit worriedly? Yeah, I've, I've which got, I always enjoy. Yeah, thank you. Well, I've, got, I've still got my pencil handy. It's my nice, pencil. Your actually. pencil. Yeah, um, yeah okay. You're, I'm going to drag it back a little bit. Okay, now. I'm going to go back yeah. to the uh, to the uh, to the sunbed thingy because yeah. um, they found again looking up the the, the, the statistics on that. They, we found that, that or it, it was found that people that are suffering from this tenorexia. Mm. Um, also tended to suffer from anxiety disorders, such as um, you know OCDs and depressions and and, other, and eating disorders as well. Mm. Um, well, so, yeah, which figures <clears throat> doesn't it? If it's if it's thought it to be some kind of body dysmorphia, yeah, it, it very much so. Um, and you know, I looked up. You know, how do you how do you deal with this again? If someone did come into groups and they had this this particular condition, they're like, what would I what would I say? Um, and, uh, but I think I'm probably more prepared now because having d- done a little bit of research on this, um, you know, the effect- effective treatments that are available at the moment are, well, like CBT, yeah. which I'm, I'm sure you'd agree is, is probably a, a good way forward with that. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't work for everybody, but no. it's certainly what you'd be offered on the NHS. Yes, with, it is. With that sort of condition. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they also mentioned like, antidepressant medications. Yeah, my Ooh. view. Of, well, my view of antidepressants is they're fine as long as they're in conjunction with something else. Uh, yes, exactly. Because if all you're doing is taking antidepressants, then all you're doing is uh, addressing the symptom. You're yes. not really doing anything I to agree. address the cause. I agree. I'm not a big fan of just medicating problems away. I think it's got not be, now, not these not, days. Not these days. <laughs> <laughs> you were. You were a massive I'm fan so, of it, weren't I'm you? Such a hypocrite. Some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was self-prescribed. Yeah. I'd, I'd write yeah. out all my own prescriptions for that. 
Um, they also mentioned hypnosis. Oh, and yeah. I know that's something you've been involved in in the past. Yeah. Could you see hypnosis as being a potential advantage in this situation? Well, I, in some sense, I mean, when you think about anxiety disorders, uh, hypnosis can be very useful with anxiety because of what it's fundamentally doing is it's creating a, uh, a sense of greater tranquility and relaxation. Um, it would depend very much on the individual and the, the uh, aspects of the particular case as to whether it could really do anything much more than that. I mean, when we've spoken about uh, hypnotherapy before, we've talked about how sometimes people reach out for hypnotherapy because they think it will do something for them. Yeah. You know, that they will be um, stripped of the responsibility of having to change themselves because someone will you know, wave a watch in front of their yeah. eyes and suddenly they'll <laughs> feel completely different. You know, I can I can think of people that have said to me over the years, you know, I'm, I've got a problem with drink and I want to be hypnotised to stop drinking. They right, don't really okay. want to stop drinking, but they want to want to stop. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I always say, well, I can't do that because, you know, hypnosis is only useful in terms of helping you to a tap into the resources that you've got. They can help you make the changes you want, but yeah. no one can hypnotise you to do anything that you don't want to do. Oh, yeah, no, it's all very interesting. I mean, did I put you on the spot a bit with hypnosis? Because you know, That's okay. I'll just try to return the favour, really. I don't mind. No, you, did, you did quite well, to be honest. Yeah, you, you managed that. Throw me another curveball. <laughs> but um, just take it to another level, okay? Because on Another level of some bits. Another level, no, yeah, I'm going a, a bit further with this. Double-deckers. Not well, quite, not quite, but I'm oh. on... Um, you know, this morning, the programme that's on... Um, with Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. Exactly. Yeah. Now, again, when I was doing a bit of research, so I found a clip from about a year ago yeah. when they were interviewing a, a couple, um, and they actually used tanning injections. Oh. Yeah, so, that, so rather than just oh, relying okay. upon, you know, the, the laying up under a sunbend and getting a tan, they were, in, they were, they were injecting themselves. Um, and... They, um, Philip Schofield then did read out um, uh, uh, a press release from the NHS because this would be this had been in the papers at the time, mm. and saying that, that anyone that's doing this should should stop immediately right. because there was insufficient you know research as to its safety. Mm. And the couple said, "Oh, oh, okay. Well, perhaps we'll we won't do that then." And I thought, "Well, that's that's not addiction in that case. That's not <laughs> yeah, how addiction but, works." Well, no, it but, isn't. But do you think they would? Not do it. I don't I know. Suspect, it, I suspect that was just lip service. I, 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 that, that's what was going through my mind. They were just saying it just for you know because they're in front of the TV cameras. I mean, there's another connection, isn't there, between? Oh, I just noticed the counter there was at six six six. Was it? Yeah. Oh, oh dear. Perhaps I shouldn't <laughs> say what I was going to say. Uh, there's another. Um, there's another connection between. I can't call it tanorexia. No. Uh, between this kind of addictive behaviour with with tanning beds and uh, alcoholism, isn't there? Which is, it's about changing yourself in a way that makes you feel as if you're more acceptable. Because that's, yeah. you know, why a lot yeah. of people drink, isn't it? Yeah. To uh, give themselves some confidence or yeah. to get away for, from some feelings they have about themselves that they don't want to feel. And if you're lying on a sunbed constantly, then presumably you're trying to make yourself look better than you do when you're pale and pasty like me. Sure, sure, yeah, I've yeah. never been on a sunbed, as you can... No, no, I'm sure you have. I know you're a big fan of staying in the shade during the summer as well, aren't you? <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, I'm available for private haunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, see, I, I thought that um, 
you know, once once I've done my research on this, I having a, a changed my mind from the uh, from the start of, of, of yeah. thinking about this. You were less angry. I was less angry, and, and I, so I've 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 learned a lot about it. Really, I've, I, know, I know about it now. But do you know what else I learned from the Jeremy Vine show? Go on. I learned right, that there was there was four different working tar- titles for EastEnders before it started. Really? Yeah. And yeah. what were they? Oh, you want me to go through them with you? Yes, yes please. Okay. Well, there was there was four. There was. We can discuss these if you like. Well, if there's, there's any, if there's any, um, if there's any mileage in it. <laughs> Round the square was the first one. I think I'd heard that one. Yeah. Round the square. It's quite clever, isn't it? It's quite a bit of a play on, yeah. Not yeah. Play on words, but you know. Uh, East eight, so E eight. East what? E E eight. East eight. Which oh, is the, no, I the, don't like that. that yeah, no, it's roll the, po- off the tongue. It's the postcode for Hackney. So oh, I, I know what it is. So I London. No, this is the next one. London Pride. Now, what is that's that? a beer. Exactly. Was that? That's a beer. Up, good, is it? That's disgraceful. Yeah, and, it? The, and the last one was Square Dance, which um, Square Dance. Oh, I know. I know. I, I, I think he's It's like a Kaylee at a wedding. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> sake! <laughs> <laughs> Can't have that. Not really. I think they went. They, did the they right probably thing did the right thing in the end, but um, I suppose now, now poor old uh, Dot Com's retiring. Isn't she? Jean Brown. She's gone, isn't she? She's gone. She's, she's, she's gone. Called, called it a day. Yeah, I saw her at a gig once at Union Chapel. Did you? Yeah, I'd gone to see Jane Seabury and. She was sitting having a cigarette and she a loves beer. A, she loves a smoke. She, she loves a smoke. She loves yeah. a smoke, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Any, you, it would appear as if you've run out of material. Well, I have, well that, was, that was the last bit for the Jeremy Vidger. <laughs> that, was, that was tags on in case. See that, that counter we've been watching there? Yeah. Where that hadn't gone up far enough. Oh, I think that's fine. Throwing a bit of you, uh, you watched uh, You watched a lot of um, daytime television that day, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yes. Did you feel slightly dirty at the end I, of the well, day? It was, I did. <laughs> it was really raining hard outside all oh. day long. And I thought I'd give myself permission. Yeah, I can't. I I find it really plays havoc with my emotional balance if I watch television during the day. I'm allowed to. I allow myself to at the weekend. Yeah. But if I put the television on during the day in the week. Yeah. Oh. I feel as if I've it, done something terrible. Yeah, well, normally I'm I should out. probably see a therapist. I think you should sort yourself out. <laughs> look in the mirror. But I, yeah, I, I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's not something I could do on a regular a, a regular basis because yeah. I just felt like. Um, well, I didn't feel I was wasting the day because I was writing notes and doing other things, but I can see that it, it could quite easily end up just being a, a total distraction. Like mm. I could sit in front of that watching absolute rubbish yeah. and wasting away my life. Yeah. Luckily, well, okay. luckily I'm at work most of the time. <laughs> just thought you'd get that in, just in case. <laughs> so we're done. Because yeah, yeah. um, I've got an appointment on the sunbed at seven. Have so. you? Yeah. I'll give you a few tokens. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I've got to make another cup of tea because yes, of I am, as you know, a tearholic. Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah, I'm having nothing to do with you now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. See you next week. Thanks, Sam. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Sideways was created by Graham Landy and Martin Pankhurst. If you want to read more about our work, visit grahamlandywellbeing.co.uk forward slash sideways podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and you can email us to let us know what you think of the show. And finally, we want to thank you for listening and ask that if you've enjoyed what you've heard, that you spread the word. And for goodness sake, stay indoors. And we'll see you next week. 